Hello, hello. We are back again after two weeks without an episode. That is all on me. Last week I had an episode all ready and prepared to put up. It was actually a very special one and I'm not going to give too many details because I'll be releasing it again later as kind of a bonus episode one week. But when we went to upload it, it actually had some technical difficulties. So we decided to skip it all together and we're going to put it up next week, but just know that you can expect an episode every single week going forward. And that's kind of the little hiccup we ran into last week with the episode. But all that to be said, I'm very excited for this week's episode. I feel like it is one that I've actually wanted to record for a while since I started this podcast because it's such a foundational topic. So we're actually going to split it up into three episodes, which I'll talk a little bit more about in the podcast itself. So all of that to be said, that's what you have coming for you today. So with that, I'll let us jump right into it, but I just wanted to give that little disclaimer, that little heads up for anyone that was like, huh, there was no episode, did I miss something last week? You didn't miss anything, but next week there will definitely be an episode, so you can look forward to that. All right, that's it for now. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Mindset Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Colleen, entrepreneur, life, and mindset coach. I'm on a mission to help people dream bigger and live freer, and that all starts with your mindset. I'm all about keeping things raw, simple, and straightforward, so if you're looking for some no-nonsense advice on how to expand your mind and unleash your highest self, then let's get started. Hello again. So today's episode, we're going to dive right into it. It's going to be about our emotions. And more specifically, today is going to be part one of kind of three parts of feeling our emotions. But part one is all about experiencing our emotions. And so what that's going to entail is why our emotions are holding us back or how our emotions are holding us back, what that looks like, what's happening to us, how it shows up in your body, and why you have such a difficult time feeling your feelings, why you might have suppressed your feelings, and basically everything you need to know about why we just don't fully understand what it means to experience our emotions as a society today, why it is so confusing and so complicated and so intangible, and how you can start to change that, how we can start to learn to actually feel our emotions or let our emotions move through us so they're not actually holding us back anymore and that we can work through them. We're going to do like three pretty tangible tips to kind of let you go on and move forward and apply all these principles. And a huge reason why I wanted to do this podcast episode now is A, because a lot of times our self-sabotaging patterns and our coping mechanisms that we've created over the years happen because we are resisting or kind of avoiding fully experiencing certain emotions, typically ones that are more negative by nature. And a lot of times this is happening kind of subconsciously, automatically. We don't even realize we're doing it in the moment because it started at a very young age and we've just gotten very used to it. And sometimes it even happens consciously, but we don't know what to do about it. We don't know why it's happening or like where to go from here. We just know that it's happening. It's that aspect of there's awareness, but now what? And so we're going to cover kind of all of these points today in the episode. And then we're going to talk about, you know, what you can do about it. If you are already kind of feeling all your feelings, awesome. There's probably a reason why they keep coming up and it's not working for you. And we'll address that. 
and if you don't feel feelings, if you feel like you've suppressed a lot of feelings and you like don't cry, you're not sad, whatever it is, we're going to talk about that too. So all of that to be said, it's a pretty juicy episode. The future emotional episodes or emotion episodes, I don't even know what to kind of nickname this series, but the future episodes are going to cover what our emotions actually mean and like why or how we can use them going forward. And then the third one is going to be all on what to do with the suppressed emotions that you've stored up in you that are all that are like causing you problems right now like as we speak how can you release those and let them kind of get cleared out of your body so they're not continuing to hold you back so that's what you have to look forward to and that's kind of like part one of why I decided to film and record this episode part two is the fact that we are always going to be experiencing pretty heavy and negative things just by being a human being in the world you have opened yourself up to experiencing just about every emotion there is. And so especially when, if you're like listening to this in the present moment, when it's first being recorded, especially when there are very large events happening in the world that are really hard to watch, really sad, really heavy, we're going to have emotions coming up about those. And the best thing we can do, or maybe like the most basic thing we can do in order to be okay ourselves and then be able to help others is learn to experience the emotions we are having as they are coming up so that once they pass, we can clearly go ahead and either help people show up, do our part to create more good and what's going on in the world, do our part to help clean up the messes that are coming up, even if they're not something we created. And so that's kind of a huge impetus behind this episode as well. When heavy things are going on, we tend to suppress our emotions more or we kind of like experience a false sense of anger or sadness or frustration, but we don't know what to do about it. And so this series is not only going to help you with that, but it's going to help you do that so that you can do more good in the future really quickly. All good things. (laughs) So With that being said, I don't want to dive too much more into what's going on right now. I think that that's something that's pretty evident and I'm going to let everyone kind of, you know, look into that on their own. But all of that being said, that's why this episode's being recorded. I think it's going to be really beneficial, not just for now, but for always, no matter what you're going through. And I'm really excited to hear how it hits for you. All right. So this is such a hefty topic and there's so much information here that I'm going to really boil it down to kind of the most basic level and then just see where it goes. And if it gets confusing and you need to rewind it, definitely do that. And if you need to ask me questions, you know where to find me. But otherwise, we're just going to kind of let this happen and see what information comes up and hopefully it makes sense. And where I want to start this is really just what emotions are, like really the most basic level. What is an emotion? Because what an emotion really is, is just energy in motion, which means it's just energy that's flowing through your body that causes different physical sensations when it flows through you that you just get to experience. And as long as you let that energy flow through you and kind of run its course, it's inevitably going to leave. But if you resist the energy, suppress it, avoid it, whatever, what ends up happening is the energy almost like solidifies in its course and stops because it's been blocked because we, it wasn't like allowed to flow. And when it creates like, um, like when it solidifies, it basically creates a block or like faulty wiring that we then have to work around in the future because 
we can't just let things flow through us. Our body has now solidified it and we have different like roadblocks per se. And those roadblocks end up manifesting in the form of things like our coping mechanisms or our self-sabotaging patterns. Like all of those things that are now holding us back usually happen in part because of the roadblocks that are created from these emotions that we haven't let flow through us, this energy that has been kind of like stopped in its course. And so a lot of times when people hear this, it gets very confusing because you hear emotions, energy, and emotion, you're like, yeah, I got it. But when it gets to the suppression part, you're like, how the heck am I stopping energy and creating a block inside of me? And so I want to kind of like make that as tangible as possible because sometimes the intangibility of energy is what's really confusing to people. It's what kind of prevents them from being able to actually experience their emotion. So we'll talk more about that in a little bit, but just know that the way that we kind of manage, like I'm doing that in quotes, or like free ourselves from our emotions, like we stop letting our emotions hold us hostage through coping mechanisms and self-sabotaging patterns and all of that, is by letting that energy flow through us. Like that's the only way to do it is to not stop the energy in its tracks. Now, the reason why we do suppress our emotions and stop the energy in the first place is because we put a label on the physical sensations that we are having. So for example, you feel anxiety, the physical sensations of what anxiety is. And not only do you label it as anxiety, but you label it as painful, you label it as bad, you label it as something that you do not want more of, something that's going to stop you, something that you should not work through or something that's kind of holding you back, you need medicine, whatever those labels are for you. Those labels are often not created by ourselves, they're something we adopt from the world around us, the people around us. And so those physical sensations that we feel are then kind of given this extra level of meaning just by us thinking about them where we are, when we think about them, (laughs) which is kind of ridiculous when you think about it, because we have so many negative emotions and I'm going to continue to kind of like call them negative emotions. And we also have so many positive emotions and we almost obsess over these negative emotions because they feel so debilitating towards us. But the reason they feel debilitating now is because over the years and years and years of you being alive, you've continued to kind of give them and feed that meaning that they are debilitating. Because sadness is really just one particular physical sensation. And if you let it flow through you, it just goes away. If you take away the meaning from sadness, sadness is just a physical feeling. Maybe it's tears, maybe it's heaviness, like whatever it is. But when we call it sadness and we kind of give it all the traits that sadness kind of has and we feel like in certain situations then we should not feel sad, we then start to block that energy when it comes up, not because of the physical sensation, but because of the meaning we have given the physical sensation and the rules we've put around it. So when it kind of like comes down to it, all of our emotions are neutral. They're not bad or good. They're just feelings. And we've given them the meaning of being bad or good. We've given them the meaning of being debilitating or being something we don't want more of or being something that we don't need. And that meaning that we've given them is what 
is causing the pain, the frustration, the need to suppress or resist or avoid the flow of that energy when it comes through us. So if you need to pause this now and take a second to kind of digest what I just said, definitely do that because it's really kind of mind-boggling when you think about how we act in regards to our emotions and everything else we do. We do we like want to control the situations we're in to make ourselves feel better, to make us feel like we have that control, that understanding, like we're in the driver's seat. And in order to do that, we put identifying words and like kind of constructs and patterns and we project them onto the things that we experience, the things that we feel, etc. So with an emotion, especially a negative emotion, we'll put this negative construct on it that actually causes us to resist, suppress, avoid experiencing this negative emotion that we've deemed negative that's flowing through us. It's really just like a physical sensation of energy. When we do that, the energy then solidifies inside of us, causing us to then have to work around these blockages so that we aren't doing things easily and effortlessly. We're using coping mechanisms and self-sabotaging patterns to work our way around the blockages so we don't have to feel or experience the emotion. When we do that, we get ourselves to a point of being more frustrated with ourselves because we're disappointed because we're not acting in our best interest anymore. We're creating all these walls and barriers and these barriers are preventing us from getting where we think we want to be. When we do that, we then feel more negative emotions. We feel disappointment. We feel anger, guilt, shame, anxiety, you name it. And then the whole pattern repeats. We're back in a cycle. And so this need to kind of control our experience and put labels and identifiers on things like our emotions is actually the cause of why we aren't feeling the emotions to begin with, why we have started to block the energy and suppress our feelings. And it's been going on for so long that we don't even actually know what to do. Because even this, you hear this, you understand what I'm saying, and maybe it even logically makes sense to you. But then this is always the point where we get to where we're like, so now what? How do we do it? How do we feel our feelings? Especially if you're someone that feels like they already feel their feelings. You feel emotions. You're like, yeah, I cry every day. Like, what the heck? Or, yeah, no, duh, I'm anxious all the time. Of course I do it and it's not helping. And so that's kind of the next point that I wanted to talk about is what happens when you do feel your feelings and you think you're doing it right, but you still feel like shit. So for this, what I think I want to do is just go through and give a couple of tangible tips and practices you can start applying right away, right after you listen to this. And these are going to be tips on how you actually just not only allow yourself to feel feelings and let them kind of go through you in the present, but also if you ever get to a point of kind of going back in time, identifying a moment in the past where you did suppress your emotions and maybe it's caused a large blockage now in your life where you're kind of having to identify the self-sabotaging patterns you currently have and almost work backwards to release them. You can also use these practices once you get to the point of kind of releasing those blockages. And I'll do a whole nother episode on not only releasing those blocks, like how you do that, but also kind of like the impetus behind emotions, how we can use them and understand them and all of that. 
But for the purpose of these tips and just so you get the most out of them possible, I'm just going to give three tips on what you can start doing today when an emotion comes up. And then you can kind of get really comfortable with them so you can start to learn to apply them in the future as well. So tip number one, and this is the one that I usually like to start people with, is once you feel an emotion come up, so let's say you realize you're anxious, rather than doing all of the things you normally do to avoid being anxious, maybe it's going for a walk, getting yourself busy, calling a friend, going to the gym, like eating something, drinking, whatever it is, instead of doing that normal thing you do when you get anxious to kind of pretend the anxiety isn't there, kind of make it feel a little bit better and manageable, I want you to just sit there. I literally want you to just sit there and start to identify all of the characteristics of how the anxiety physically feels inside of you. Start to ask yourself, what type of color does it have? What does it feel like? Where in my body is it? Does it have a texture? Is it growing? Is it moving? Is it shrinking? Is it a circle, a square, a shape, whatever? And start to kind of give characteristics to the feeling that you're experiencing and watch it for a second. Watch and see if it's moving at all. Is it completely stagnant? Is it just there? Is it kind of pulsating? And the more clear you can get on what actual physical sensations you're having and look at them without judging them, look at them objectively as if you're almost like a scientist, the easier it's going to be for you to let that energy continue to flow through you. Because you're not sitting there resisting it. You're not acting on autopilot. You're bringing complete awareness to the physical sensations that that energy moving through you is causing. And not only when you do this are you kind of allowing yourself to feel the emotion, but you're also starting to train your brain to feel the emotions when they come up to kind of teach it that it's safe. It's safe when you feel these sensations to just let yourself feel them and watch them eventually fade away. And when we learn how to do that, we oftentimes kind of realize that we don't need to hold on to the emotions, which sounds kind of funny, but oftentimes we hold on to these emotions feeling like we need to, like this is just where we're at right now. And you don't need to do that when the emotion comes up. You can just feel it and release it. You don't have to do something to get around it or work around it or manage it. I know we're talking about emotional management here, but part of emotional management is allowing the emotions to throw like to flow through you so that they're not holding you back in the future. So letting yourself just feel those sensations and run through you from that objective view, that like scientific view allows you to do that. And then kind of on the last front for this, when you start to kind of objectify a feeling that you're having, the physical sensations, you're doing just that. You're kind of training yourself to realize that that emotion is not a part of you. The emotion is not you. It's just something that's flowing through you. And our brain doesn't always realize this in the beginning. Sometimes our brain looks at the emotions or the energy or the sensations that are flowing through us very similarly to our thoughts. And when we're not consciously aware of it, it starts to take everything that's going on inside of us as a fact, as us, as kind of an identity for ourselves. And when you start to get like kind of um, compounding with like the fact that we identify the emotion as negative and then we feel the emotion inside of us and then our body kind of takes that as that is us, it starts to create like a negative loop in your body. And so when we start to objectify it instead and we just kind of look at it as something 
with characteristics, with physical sensations, as something that's separate from us, with no judgment and just observation, it also allows us to let it flow through us easier. We don't, again, feel the need to hold on to it because it's not us. It's just something that's working through us. So that is tip number one. Just get comfortable and start to bring awareness to what physically do the emotions that you're experiencing feel like. And the more detailed and the more observant you get, the more habitual and the more natural this is going to become in the future until it's automatic and you're not thinking about it because the energy is just flowing through you and you're just experiencing it. And tip number two is going to be kind of one way that you can start to harness this and do it for yourself if the act of pure observation is difficult for you. And so what this is, is I would recommend that you just grab a journal or you start a note in your phone and you just start writing down when you're identifying the feelings. And for this exercise, you can even write down what the feeling is. So let's say you're feeling anxious. You just write down feeling anxious, and then you write down the physical sensations of what the anxiety actually feels like in that moment. And if you do this enough with enough emotions, you're going to start to learn and notice patterns. Like these are just patterns of the way energy flows through us. And eventually it will pass through us. And sometimes it'll stay a little longer and sometimes it'll go a little quicker. But if you can get objective and write down these characteristics and kind of distract your attention from feeling the need to kind of like change the feeling or control the feeling or anything like that it's gonna allow that energy to flow through you so it's not something that you have to deal with in the future it's not something that you're gonna have to like rehandle or like redraw up or kind of like just like reheal just let it flow through you and like that act of having a notebook or a notes app or just kind of writing it down is gonna help you allow yourself to do that and continue to kind of train your body to see that as a habit that you're developing and recognize patterns in it. And then tip number three is a bit different. For this, what I want you to do whenever you feel an emotion coming up is close your eyes and get, again, very clear on those physical sensations that you're feeling with the feeling and start to almost like personify the feeling inside your body. Give it a face, give it a name, give it a texture, a look, all of it. And then once you get very clear on what that feeling looks like and is, bring it outside of you in this visualization, look at it and ask it, what is it trying to tell you? What does it need you to learn from it? And this exercise kind of feeds in to us talking a little bit more about how you can use your emotions, like what are your emotions telling you? So it's a really great kind of way to end because this is kind of a tip that I would say would bridge the gap between letting the energy flow through you and then harnessing your emotions so that you can get almost like more benefit from them. But what this exercise really does is again, allows you to personify and make sure that you are not internalizing or creating like, like using the identity or sorry, using the emotion as an identity for yourself. Because again, that's oftentimes what we end up doing. If we're kind of going on autopilot, we start kind of telling ourselves we are anxious and we are not anxious. We are experiencing anxiety. And although that sounds like a very nuanced and not different kind of way to put it, the way that it kind of shows up in our body is incredibly distinct. It is different and it does allow us to feel very different ways. 
we want to try to separate ourselves from identifying with the feeling and start to lean towards identifying the feeling as just something that works through us, that isn't a part of us. And so this exercise is really good for that and really good at starting to kind of see that emotions are not bad. Even emotions that you kind of deem as negative, they are not bad things because they're there to teach you something. They're there to kind of be a signaling process for whatever comes next in your life. And so again, that's something that I want to kind of cover in another episode where we can actually kind of get into the details of what it means and like how you can use emotions to help you. But for this exercise alone, just kind of get comfortable with it, closing your eyes and visualizing that emotion as an object, as like a person or as like a thing that can talk and isn't a part of you. It's just living inside of you right now and it's, it's time for it to come out. Okay, so that is about all I have for this episode. I think, again, in terms of digestibility, this is a really good place to stop. And what I'd encourage you to do is just get really clear on these three things and start to use these three tips throughout this week so that when the episode comes out on kind of like part two of how we now use our emotions for good, for growth, for all of those things, and eventually when we talk about how we can kind of release emotions stored in the body so they are no longer holding us back, then you have these tools and tips in your belt so that information is like These tips are basically already habitual. You're used to them, you're comfortable with them, and it's not something that you also need to learn. So that's kind of what I would recommend to you to focus on this week is just focus on implementing these three tips in your life and seeing if anything changes and if so, what. And with that being said, I think it's time to wrap this up. So thank you for being here. If anything comes up for you or if you have any other additional questions, you know where to find me. Let me know. If this is something that you think someone else can benefit right now because they're also going through a kind of heavy time or struggling to kind of experience and process what's going on around us, then make sure you share this episode with them. And if you found benefit from this podcast overall and you've really enjoyed it, I would really appreciate it if you could go over to Apple and just give me a rating and review. Let me know what you think of the podcast so that other people can start to find it too. And we can continue to put episodes out weekly. Hopefully it'll always be weekly going forward. That's the goal. No more weeks skipped, but make sure you do that if you have kind of really enjoyed being able to follow along. So all of that being said, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will be back next week with another episode. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining and have a great week week.